It's time for another episode of Legally Unfiltered, a legal show that talks about stories in the media and stories that affect your life with a legal spin. This is attorney Franz Borkart. I'm here with attorney Richard Sprinkle. We've got some hot topics this week. We're talking about crazy legal stories from around the country that we cannot make up. So let's jump on into it. Uh, this is the guys. This is going to be better than anything you find on cops or, or anything tonight. So about a week or so ago, we, we got shot this email, no pun intended. Um, a Michigan man sues parents for $86,000 for tossing his porn collection. I'm going to say that again. A Michigan man sues his parents for $86,000 for tossing his porn collection. It's very liberal, liberal use of the so word tossing. And by the way, yeah, <laughs> it's not just any porn collection. No, man, this is this is collector stuff. This is a collector's porn collection. You can't buy this anymore. So, so basically, a Michigan man is seeking $86,000 from his parents in a civil court for allegedly throwing out his large large pornography collection. He moves back in, moves back in with them after a divorce, right? And this is in Michigan. This is in Grand Haven, Michigan. And at some point in the process of moving back out, what happens is his parents discover his boxes, plural, his boxes of goodies, as well as the, the, I don't even know how to say this with a straight face. Toys. His box of sexy toys. And what does the father do, Richard? Pop tosses him right out the door. In fact, Pop doesn't just toss him out the door. He does it for his son's own good, his own mental and emotional health, right? Can I quote the father? Sure. Believe it or not, one reason for why I destroyed your porn was for your own mental and emotional health, his father said. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. Someday I hope you will understand. So like a good son, he sues his parents in federal court. And in fact, he's suing them for what? Double damages? Uh, Travel damages. Travel damages. Because like, like, like a lot of guys, he overestimates what he's got. So before we talk about the legal analysis of this, which I, I'm I'm not even sure where to start. So so here's the here's the thing. Why is it that he values? Why does he self value this pornography collection so well? Is is it because the studio that made these videos are no longer in fact in business, Richard? Well, it's not just these items are out of print. I mean, let's face it. If you have a comic book collection, you you probably read comics as a kid. I, I read comics. I as collected. A kid comic books yes me too and i've got some that are probably worth a couple of dollars i mean let's face it comics never really held their value but the problem is charlie says charlie is our is our hero i guess you could say in this in this case it's not just that these items are out of print but the entire studio making it dissolved 20 something years ago so Franz, you just can't get this kind of porn anymore. So I wonder if the parents would have a counterclaim as to letting this dude live in their household rent-free during the disruption and dismantling of his marriage. Because he's from Indiana, right? So he, he had to move all the way back to Michigan. Went back to Michigan. He lived with him for 10 months. So, yeah. So he can't claim a quiz prescription. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's not there yet. So, so... I mean, let's put to the side for a second what kind of son sues his own parents in federal court over a porn collection, which in and of itself just begs a lot of questions. Let's talk civil suits, right? Let's take a second and talk about, is this a frivolous suit, Richard? And if it isn't a frivolous suit, what would be his cause of action? 
Okay, so so let's start. Is it a property law question where he's storing his stuff at the house? Do the parents have a right or obligation, not a right, an obligation not to destroy boxes of pornography? Or do they have, I mean, do they have an obligation to house these pornography boxes, these collectibles, these, these, these rare vintage, if you will, pieces of video? Do they have an obligation to hold these and house these? Or is the analogy to cocaine appropriate such that dad can be offended and say, this is smut and I'm going to, I'm going to toss this. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. Uh, I have not fully researched this. Um, for one, it's ridiculous and I'm not going to. And for two, it's under Michigan law. Right. But, but to be honest, he's not a renter. He right. does not have a lease. Right. He is a guest in someone else's home. Right. So the, there come some really sticky issues about... Oh, you said sticky. I did, didn't I? No, there's some... I don't think it's as simple as it's frivolous. And I hate it, to say that. I hate saying that. But if there was some kind of... If there was some kind of storage happening, they don't have a right just to destroy his property, right? No, I know. No. Look, no, I concede that this is asinine. I concede that this is the worst kind of civil lawsuit. I just don't know that it is... It is as quote unquote frivolous as one might at first blush think. I don't know that it's entirely frivolous, but then again, I don't know what responsibility the parents had to store his stuff. And let me ask you this. If the boxes of porn were worth that much to him, why didn't he take them out with the first trip of stuff that he moved well, out? I think that's I think that's going to be the issue is that there's did he did he present, you know, did he abandon it by leaving it? Possibly. And that's that's one of the issues I'm not quite sure about in these facts was I believe that they were helping him move. And have we have we even discussed the fact, guys, we're not talking about a kid fresh out of college. Oh, he's a grown we're man. We're not talking <laughs> about somebody who just got out of doing a four year hitch in the military and had to come back home while they look for a job. We're talking about a 40 year old grown blank man here. 40 years old for pizza. So he's he he priced this this collection in this, the police report. It's art, right? It's art. It, oh, yeah, it is. We've we've glossed over we've that. Been, we've been there. We've been there already. It's uh, it's art. Yeah. It, we've glossed over this, though. Didn't he try to have them arrested? Oh, yeah. For destroying the property. And oh, basically yeah. the sheriff said, eh, eh. <laughs> sheriff, the sheriff didn't even bother wasting his time with that. Folks, we cannot make this up. He valued the collection at $29,000. He's asking for three times the damages. So he's asking for a total, like we said earlier, of $86,000. He's in federal court. So... <sighs> Yeah, we just felt like we needed to bring this. We felt like we needed to lift up your lives by bringing this to your attention that as bad as you think it might be in Louisiana, folks, this is the kind of stuff that's happening in Michigan. And if that's not enough for you, let's just talk about something going on in Texas right now. Over in Texas... We have a lawmaker. It's that time of year, folks. People are putting bills in front of their state uh, state houses, trying to get things pushed through the law. And we've got a Texas lawmaker who wants to establish a law that will give a five, excuse me, a one hundred dollar fine out every time a male masturbates. Uh. Yep. Yep, I said it. Every time a male masturbates. Um, This is known as uh, Texas House Bill 4620, the Men's Right to Know Act. Uh, It has been uh, promulgated by Representative Jessica Farrar uh, out of Houston. Now, she 
admits this bill probably won't go very far. And she admits that the reason she's doing this is to protest the fact that for years men have created legislation that dictate how women's health issues are handled. Did you just say dictate? I may That's have. right. I can go there on the radio. I'm, I may have. I may, I may have said dictate. So, okay. So on the one hand, when legislators make symbolic, stupid legislation, then your knee-jerk reaction should be, folks, well, at least they're not making things that really will pass and harm their communities. Right? That's not my knee-jerk reaction. What's your knee-jerk reaction? we need reaction? to stop talking about jerk reactions here. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> my knee-jerk reaction is, come on. I mean, I, I completely respect you want to take a stand and you want to make an impact and change the way legislation is being made. But you're wasting a lot of people's times and you're really being an ineffective representative. You're, you're kind of doing a disservice to the folks that elected you to office. Well, the Republicans have, of course, lashed out over the bill. Well, naturally. Um, they're embarrassed. Yeah. They, you know, the, the fact that they're, you know, I think the pushback is you're comparing abortion issues with, with, with a, and to quote Representative Tinderholt, a basic understand, a lack of basic, basic understanding of human biology. And so the, 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 the shocked and awe is, I can't believe you're comparing the sanctity of life to masturbating. So I, I just, well, I mean, they want to create a civil penalty for unregulated, unregulated masturbatory emissions occurring outside of a woman's vagina or medical facility. I, I'm, I'm at a loss. Like, this is just... Well, how do you police this? Let's say, hypothetically, this nut job of a, of a bill passes. I, specifically, I'm talking about the bill, not the person who wrote it. But let's say that passes. How do you police There's, this? The best part of the bill is also the the 24-hour waiting period if a guy wants a colonoscopy or a vasectomy he has to wait 24 hours um or or if he wants some viagra this is in by the way folks this is in the legislation if you want viagra a vasectomy or a colonoscopy i don't know why she i don't understand the colonoscopy part of this this is i mean that's kind of but they typically schedule those a ways down the road anyway. I don't know that I don't I, I don't know that any man would mind waiting twenty four hours for that. <laughs> right. But but make well, it forty eight. I'm look, good with I'm, that. I'm <laughs> just I'm I'm at a loss. So <laughs> so yeah, it's just like I don't know. I mean, Jessica Farrar, a Democrat from Texas. And and look, we've already talked about it, folks. This is kind of this is kind of something she knows won't pass. I think she knows that it's absurd. So um, she's she's just jerking around. Uh, even the name of the bill, a man's right to know act. I think a man knows if he's doing that. And, and no, by the way, is spelled K N O W. And and look, and look, abortion. Let's be plain. Richard Sprinkle, Franz Borchardt. We take the question about the legality of abortion very seriously. Absolutely. It has a long history of constitutional challenges. It will continue to have a long uh, history of constitutional challenges, even though the Supreme Court's made some serious decisions on this. And, And maybe the fact that we have a more conservative Supreme Court will change some things. But this piece of legislation right here. I'm not taking this bill seriously. Yeah. I I mean, this is, you know, I, I just... I regret that this individual 
stood in front of a, a community of constituents, ran for office, got elected. Um, she got elected. She swore an oath under, I'm sure, Texas law to, to uphold their constitution, to uphold the laws of Texas, to, to fight to make things better for people. And I get that she thinks that that's what she's doing. But to be candid, this is an absurd waste of time. Every minute she spent drafting this could have been a minute spent trying to seek more funding for her schools, seek more funding for things that will help the community, new roads, new projects, more police me- and fire. How about better resources for abortions hey, in Texas? Hey, what do you know? If you if you are trying to prove a point that addresses legislation legislation over men's bodies, why don't you focus on fixing those things that you think are very important? You clearly think these are important things. And and look, this made, and by the way, Richard, this made, as you might have imagined, like the masturbating Michigan, uh, excuse me, not masturbating, strike that, as the pornography. The porn collector. Yeah. The porn I, got, collector. I get my stories mixed up. He's merely is a about, collector. Yeah. Michigan's about collecting porn. Texas is about masturbating. So, y- you know, look, I, I just... Where I'm left, where I'm left with this is, where I'm left with this is, this made national news. It got a national spotlight, and so I'm sure, I'm sure that she will probably have have individuals in her camp that love her more because of the absurd nature of this legislation. Um, and, and look, and I will be serious for a moment, Richard. Part of her, part of her argument is that that you know. There is a rate of women who died from pregnancy-related complications. It doubled from from 2010 to 2014, according to a, to a study uh, published in Texas. And so, there is a genuine issue of 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 women's health, their their need for autonomy, their need for for to be in control of their destiny. But I mean, come on, uh, come. I mean, just come on for a second. 24-hour waiting period for a guy to have a colonoscopy, a vasectomy, or to just get some good old-fashioned Viagra. So what's going to be the result of this? Um, I think we all already can agree. The bill dies in committee. Yeah, the bill's going to die, um, probably kind of like the, the Michigan lawsuit. It'll probably die at some point. Um, you know. Well, now that's the funny thing about lawsuits. They don't go away until you make them right. go away. They're there. Once they're filed, they're there. So, so I don't know. This is just. But we have some other interesting news. Oh, tell me more. Tell me well, more. We got we we have one more one more state now. Look, if 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 the things that have going on in Michigan and Texas have depressed you a little bit, take heed. For Louisiana, may may be there. They have a possibility of being the first Southern state to legalize recreational use of marijuana. Talk about it. Bill House Bill 509 has been put up for uh, put up put before committee. And we have uh, uh, Representative Bagneris here putting one out that not only legalizes marijuana, it discusses how to criminalize operating a vehicle while under the influence of marijuana. It discusses the multiple ways the state will uh, create taxes and create permits and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to, to build a budding marijuana industry. And honestly, all of the taxes and revenues are supposed to be diverted towards education, so which what, could be a good thing. So what we have noticed in Louisiana, folks, in the past couple of years, especially with justice reform packages, is that you've seen some municipalities decriminalize it. 
it's still a crime, but it's it's the the the, the fines and penalties have gone way down. You've seen the state kind of a lot of DA's office around the state have, have kind of looked at possessing it as a different kind of crime than they did previously. So, I mean, now, look, the, the bigger picture, though, Richard, is that that even if the state of Louisiana legalizes it, right, it makes it kind of akin to alcohol, it's still a crime under federal law. Right. Right. So so if you're if you're a distributor in the state of Louisiana of legalized marijuana under state law, you've still got some serious, serious concerns as to whether or not you're going to be federally prosecuted. Has it been an issue yet in any other state? In the past, in the past, Congress has kind of given DOJ the directive of, look, we don't really want you spending money prosecuting this. And so generally when you see possession with intent to distribute marijuana cases in federal, it's it's they're attached to something else, right? There may be a myriad of other drug and gun charges. They, I don't really think they've been going after after mom and pop marijuana distributors and shops like in Colorado and in, in other places. You know, the, the, the concern for those entities are, or those business entities is what do you do with the money? You know, if you put it in a bank, is it subject to federal seizure? So, I mean, there's only so much money you can put under your pillow, it's a, right? It's a whole other show's discussion. There, there's a lot well, of problems with what well, to do with dispensary I, money. I like this legislation, though, not not necessarily because I'm for or against the legalization of marijuana, but it's thoughtful, right? They're thinking about, this legislature is thinking about, if I'm going to legalize it, what do I need to be worried about? I need to be worried about about what are the effects of someone being, quote unquote, impaired right. as a result of using marijuana and on a roadway, right? So, and again, again, there are some safeguards in there in this proposed legislation um, that deal with that. And it's, it, it, I need to mention, this is only for persons 21 years of age or older. So it's in line with how we-, we Same treat. as the alcohol. Right, so, so I, I'm, can I say that I'm shocked? That Louisiana is even broaching this now. What is that legislature? Who's that legislature again? Uh, Bagneris, Representative okay. Bagneris. Hmm. Not sure where he's from. Um, I do know that our current governor is dead against it, and he's he's always said that it it just simply won't get legalized. But why is he? Wait, our governor is our dead governor again? is, and and I don't know why that is. I'm not sure. I think it's uh, you know just the stigma of of marijuana being a drug. Um, but you know it. At one time, we had a stigma about alcohol being a drug in this country. But what's too. weird is this is a governor that, and I'm looking. This is not an indictment of John Bell Edwards, but this is a governor that that's been all about justice reform, yeah, and decriminalizing yeah. these these crimes, especially ones around marijuana. I'm 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 a little confused. I, and now this has a long road to go, right? This is just in a House committee right just, now. Just yeah, it's just a bill. It's like. So I'm probably has more legs bill. than probably yes. more legs than than a Texas law that makes it a hundred dollar fine to to masturbate. Well, which by the way makes it a crime, right? It makes it a misdemeanor. Can, it we, is can a misdemeanor. we say that? I mean, misdemeanor. That's and then in Texas, do you have a right to, to six months? Do you have a right to trial to establish beyond a reasonable doubt that you masturbated? I'm just throwing these. I'm, these are questions I have, guys. I, I can't. I can't shut my brain you, down. You're, I can't. you're assuming first they find a way to police it. Well, and I'm sorry if we can't worry about cops peeking into bedrooms for sodomy laws. How are we going to worry about cops well, I, peeking into I think somebody, everywhere else? I think for, the test case for, for this tech, if the Texas law were ever to pass, I think the test case for this would be somebody that would want you to know 
<laughs> that he broke the law and he wasn't paying his $100 fine. Now, look, currently in Louisiana, if you if you possess marijuana, it's what, a couple of days in, in jail, possibly. And then 14 or 15. Yeah, it's, it's a low. It's not Very like a nor- so a normal misdemeanor in, in Louisiana it carries six months in jail. There's some 90 day ones, but. But they just changed that law, uh, what, last August? And yeah, now it's, it's 15 a, days? Yeah, and they've modified. And by the way, mar- possession of marijuana before was an enhanceable offense in Louisiana. So you could you could, you could could get enhancements based on possessing it more than once. Now, if they're wrapping this into DWI law, I don't think it's really going to change much. Um, other than, than it will create issues with regard to testing, Richard. Oh yes. So so just so you guys know out there as, as two attorneys that do criminal justice. Uh, I'm glad you touched on this. Go ahead. Urine testing, urine testing is is not it's 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 it doesn't tell you when when to what degree you you smoked marijuana or in, imbibed it. Um, they would probably need a blood test for that, which would you like to hear it? I would. I would. In any prosecution for operating a vehicle while intoxicated, if at the time of commission the alleged offense or within a reasonable time thereafter, the driver's blood contained five nanograms or more of Delta-9 tetrahydrocannabinol per milliliter in whole blood, as shown by analysis of defendant's blood, there should be a rebuttable presumption the defendant was under the influence of one or more drugs, yada, yada, yada. Hmm. So we're talking blood tests now, which means what? Well, that will spark a conversation about a warrant. Yep. We already had one legislator this session trying to create laws that that we already have on the book with regard to serious bodily injuries and warrants. So, so yeah, this week's episode we talked about we talked about throwing out a porn collection. We talked about making it illegal to masturbate without a fine, and we talked about Louisiana legalizing marijuana. You've been listening to the sweet sounds of attorney Franz Borkhardt and Richard Sprinkle. Hey, if you like Legally Unfiltered and you want to get more information, go to www.legallyunfiltered.com. Shoot us an email at legallyunfiltered uh, at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook. You can leave reviews and comments. Um, Also, you can listen to us on Talk 107.3 on their radio app in Baton Rouge or on, on their website. So... That's about it for this crazy episode. Tune in next week for what God knows what else we'll talk about. Have a good night. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.